At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And, you know, mad at the world, basically. And um, I just got into a battle with um, the IRS. And, oh, boy. Well, I, oh, I didn't no. So I went before... Um, you know, 12 jury members, and needless to say, I lost. Oh, oh my Three goodness. Up, uh, Morgantown, I was up there, and, you know, it was uh, low security, no uh, fences, nothing like that. If you wanted to just walk off, you could. But um, <laughs> I, uh, they probably would have frowned on that, though, wouldn't they? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. Get ready, set, go. Is this thing on? That was a lot of energy for this evening. That came out of nowhere, man. I was sitting here looking at my phone, ready to go, and then all of a sudden, bam, like you came through the mic. In my ears. <laughs> I can never get enough volume. <laughs> that, that you does. No. <laughs> Sorry. Danum, Ryan, how are you guys doing this evening? Man, we're doing pretty good. You? We're doing all right. I think we missed a week. That's I'm, okay. I'm glad to be sitting back down here doing this. We like to be in demand. That's the only thing. <laughs> you like to be in demand? <laughs> well, I think after. I, I like the fans crawling at my feet wondering where we're at. <laughs> that goes out to Texas. Well, I, I think. I think after our last episode with uh, Dr. Andrew Graham, yes, I don't know that we're in demand with anybody. <laughs> no, there actually are some people wondering where we are at and like, like where we, why yeah. are we on? Or we've yeah. been getting some good response from that one, and yes. we'll probably, yeah, man, we could probably dedicate Kana when you say probably a whole episode to just talking the response about from that. from Dr. Graham's yeah. podcast. Yeah, we can maybe do that another night because uh, I would say that definitely needs one for sure. Yeah. I was thinking maybe, um, and this is just for listeners, if you're interested, maybe having a Q&A with uh, Dr. Graham, 
maybe even like sending in some uh, personal questions, maybe that um, if we got to get this cleared first, but maybe we can do a Q&A night with him and maybe even do it live. I don't know if that's an option. Um, mm-hmm. because I know well since we did one live, I know. And I was thinking this would be a really, really good one because it touches a lot of people. And when you're reaching, you know, a good crowd, like how many listeners they said at one time we had like 400 something. I don't know. It, it goes back and forth. Obviously when we start talking about different things, stuff like we did right. with Graham, it's a, uh, yeah, it, it jumps up a little bit. It jumps. So yeah. I was thinking that would be a really good Q and a night. So we need to kind of schedule that Ken and Mariah, if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have that, to, that'd be pretty cool. We'll have to dedicate a whole whole episode to that one because I, I got so many other things I'd like to. I've been doing so much digging lately, and yes. anybody that's around me knows I've been kind of obsessed with that topic lately. And yeah, yeah, that needs some more. That needs some more time. <laughs> Real quick, because I know we got to talk about it. Yes. What in the heck did Will Smith do at the Oscars? Okay, guys. Oh, yes. Okay, I wanted to save this for Byron because Byron, like he's, you know, he's the uh, the Chris Rock of our group here. (laughs) And and I'm just like, okay, come on, man. What were you thinking? But then, you know, Byron kind of said what we were thinking. Like, I'm sorry. I, I think it was probably faked. That's my personal opinion. I don't think it was fake. There ain't a chance in heck that was fake. But according to Byron, he thinks it's real because that man is so broken. His only response was to go up there and witch slap Chris Rock. <laughs> Dude. That's the way he got action, huh? Oh. <laughs> the way he got action is that what she said? Y'all, did you see, yeah, oh, y'all, did you see Jada's face, though? She was ticked. So At, at, at Will or at Chris Rock? At, um, well, looking at Will, like, oh my gosh, he did not just say that. Kind of like the Mariah look whenever Kane says something. <laughs> I love you. I love yeah. you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I get those a lot. I get those a lot. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was, so when I first seen it, I was like, man, it's real. But like, the more I look at it, so I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess there's just really no way of knowing if, if that was. Um, my thoughts are is who cares about the Oscars? I mean, I sure that did, and I didn't even know when the Oscars were. So, like, maybe they were just trying to get those ratings up or something. I, I, that thought like, did cross my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, so, so I don't know, but uh, but man, that was crazy, dude. I don't think he deserved the uh, the B slap for sure. No, heck no. What I don't know is how do you walk out on stage on national television and slap somebody upside the head and you just walk out of there for free man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, if that would have been a white guy doing that, dude, they would have been charged dude, with press like that. I couldn't slap somebody in the front of McDonald's in Philippi and not get arrested <laughs> for it. Yeah, Will, it's true. It's true. It's true. Will Smith, he does it right there in front of God and everybody and uh, everybody's yeah. like, yeah, oh, he's a, he's a broken, broken. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. You know why, though. You know what Jada said. She said that um, he should have. She justified her cheating with another man, and said that if Will Smith loved her, he would have known that she was cheating on him. I'm not up on all this. I, yeah, there was a lot that happened. Yeah, I, I think I did. I did hear that, and so uh, yeah, that is, it's just weird stuff. Yeah, weird thing I, I, on it, yes. Did you did you see the meme with her standing with another guy? He's like all up in her business, and it says. The real reason Chris <laughs> Rock got slapped. Oh. Yes, I see that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, I was like, yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. I, I saw another one too that said, when you start looking like a man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We said oh, the, the memes. The memes have been on fire Ripping lately with those, man. It's been oh, great. Dude, 
Bill, I think yours was the best, though, man. A picture of Steve Carell in the office. <laughs> he, he says, he says, I'll play the Chris Rock guy. And then it has Pam slapping. <laughs> <laughs> best meme ever. That was great. I uh, love that one. I actually, I actually belly laughed on that one. That was great. Yeah, that was, oh, that was pretty funny. That's, that's wild, man. <laughs> That was good. Jeez, what a mess. Reminded me of a Sparks family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, we got a guest this evening. His name is Dwayne Mack. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. I know him as Mack, and I didn't learn his actual name until about five minutes ago. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Mack, I I met you through through work there. You know, just uh, uh, you was working at one of the, the places that I visited, and Next thing I knew, we struck up a conversation. Is that right? Yes, sir. You got it. And, of course, I start proclaiming our podcast and stuff. <laughs> Anything I could do to further myself. Word of mouth. <laughs> 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 Let me talk about me for a second here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and me and Mac got to talking about some pretty interesting things. And and next thing I know, you know, I mentioned to him about the podcast and Ask if you want to be on. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. He's one of those brave souls that said yes. Hey, that's nice, fine. Nice. It's awesome. Brave or not so smart, right? <laughs> We're giving you the benefit of the doubt here. Oh, like, brave. Okay. <laughs> and we like courage. Yes. yes. Yes, we like courage. Encouragement. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Missy with her movie quotes again. I Nobody knows. I love Couples Retreat. I am I will not apologize for anything. Well, and the thing that, hey, that interested me about Mac was, Mac, it seems like you've got quite the story. Well, yeah, uh, most people would say that. And I think even uh, myself, uh, <laughs> I say, wow, I should write a book or it could be a movie script, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because Mac would start talking to me about like quantum physics and stuff. And I'm sitting there. You know, getting <laughs> getting lost after the first time Max walking me through this. He you know, says like half a sentence, and the question marks are flying out yeah. above your head. My eyes would start spinning, and I'm, you know, he's but Max was good. He's good at walking me through it, you know. Yeah. But then the next thing I know, we started talking about wanting to get people with a different story, just somebody that's interesting. Sure. To interview on the podcast, and yeah. uh, I was like. I'd like to get somebody that's either like been in prison or something like that on a podcast interview. And Max like, I've been in prison. I'm like, would you want to come on? At that point, I was like, dude, quantum physics is cool, but I want to hear about this. <laughs> Talking about prison. <laughs> prison Mike. Prison Mike. There you go. <laughs> prison Mike. Oh, sorry, just another office quote. <laughs> so, Mac, you basically, it sounds like you've went from having some trouble with the law all the way to uh, getting a doctor. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, I just finished up. Um, the title of my dissertation was Quantum Medicine and the Efficacy of Needleless Acupuncture. Mm. Gee whiz, so man. I a, uh, I, I'm, uno- I'm unofficially, and I have to state that first, a doctor, but I won't be branded and certified, if you will, until June from Quantum University. Okay. Wow. Do that. I think you're the first person, Mac, I've ever met that has, number one, a doctorate in this 
yeah. and somebody that came from that far down so, to that far okay. up. That is cool. So my next question is like, uh, this is like nuclear bombs. Is that where I'm going? <laughs> 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 That's the only thing I can picture. I'm like, okay, quantum. Okay. <laughs> no, just it. It's more based on quantum physics and who we really are as people. And it kind of just morphs from there, if you will. Give us like a, a brief, uh, you yeah. know, like a, a crash course for dummies here on what quantum physics is. Well, so everything about who we are really is an energy principle. Everything, as Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, you have to know about energy, frequency, and vibration. So what I've done is I've tapped into the meridians which are different energy points within our body. And once they get out of balance, um, we get what is called disease or symptoms of a disease. So I go into the core of the issue, whether you have, say, Parkinson's or MS or any of those, um, and even depression, PTSD, any of those that um, are usually um, how could I say it? Um, the allopathic world just basically says, here's your pills, go home mm-hmm. and good luck with the rest of your life. Ah. So um, what I do is, is that it's all encompassing. Everything is needed, but not everything is necessarily permissible. For example, um, we still need medical doctors. I'm 100 percent on board with what they have to offer, especially in the area of acute care. You know, if, say, you have a broken leg or you're having a heart attack, emergency medical medicine is definitely needed and advised. So I don't want to get into the old argument of, you know, which is better. So everything is just situational based on, you know, what you're experiencing with your health. Is it emotional? So I look a lot of times at um, the triggers of your emotions. Have you had any traumatic events that have happened the last? two to three years or from your childhood that have precipitated your depression or your PTSD? Why, why do you have anxiety? What, what is the root cause of this? And whether it's say it's depression, um, depression is a result of always looking back in your life Mm -hmm. instead of living in the here and the now and anxiety is moving too far forward. Um, and again, you're missing a sweet spot of the here and the now. So I try to teach all of my clients the value of just living in the moment, you know, learning to meditate, learning how uh, to have a spiritual walk with God. And, and, that, and I say that loosely and not disrespectfully at all, because I'm a believer. I mm-hmm. believe that there is a God. Mm-hmm. I think that that aspect has definitely served my life well in hard times. Um, in prison and, and different things like that, that, you know, I had to to really tap into my higher source, my higher power, right. uh, different cultures, call it different things, but we're basically, <clears throat> excuse me, speaking the same language. And that's the, the language of energy because it's been scientifically proven that we're 99.9% infinite energy that never dies. And that goes back to the first law of thermodynamics, which says you can't create nor destroy energy. You can only hope to change it through those energy patterns. So quantum physics 
in a nutshell, is about learning how to work with the different subtle bodies that you have within yourself and how to transform yourself into the best version of you. Um, when he was, when you were talking, um, I kind of picked up on something from nursing school. It's like anything when you're talking about PTSD and um, anxiety and things like that, it's something that will knock us out of the um, homeostasis, which is like the natural, what keeps us going. And you're talking about getting acute health or like emergency health. Um, are you more looking more towards like maybe um, natural medicine and natural ways of healing instead of popping a pill? Is that what well, you're, what this is? Yeah, or? My, my PhD and the title that I'll have is I'll be a doctor of natural medicine. So okay. I, I won't be dispensing any type of pharmaceuticals. So I go on the alternate side of medicine and I talk about holistic I talk about herbs. I talk about the emotional aspect of, you know, why are you here? How can I help you? And how can we get to the core issue of what's really going on? Because, you know, the past, the present, the future, they're all happening simultaneously. And I think as human beings, that's why we have such a hard time uh, dealing with what's being thrown at us Um because we're we're living in an upside down backwards world, mm-hmm. uh, society at large believes that health and wellness comes from a pill or a bottle, and I vehemently disagree with that. Right. That's a question. I actually, uh, I was wondering about how is this how is this viewed by the mainstream, you know, doctors and just mainstream medicine in general. Well, there's a mix. You know, it's a, it's a mixed bag, but I think that it's it's leaning more now towards you know, being accepted um, as not, you know, some people 15, say 20 years ago, if I had the status and the degree that I have, they'd say, oh, that's just quackery. You know, I mean, how can you, (laughs) how can you change somebody's emotion and how can you change their state of being? The only way that you could do that is by taking this pill. But, and, and again, my goal, my dream is to bridge the gap between the holistic mind, body, spirit connection with the allopathic, which the allopathic, like I said earlier, is tremendous for emergency acute medical care. I think we have amazing doctors, amazing nurses, and that serves its purpose. So I lean more towards chronic things that have been happening for 20 years, 30 years, or just say even for six months. Anything after three months is uh, considered chronic. Three mm-hmm. to six months. I mean, right. depending on what doctor you talk to. But um, yeah, it's all integrated, scientific back proof that um, allows us all to to gain a foothold and see that you know you can't hardly disagree with eating non-GMO foods or. Me teaching my clients that, hey, if you really want to shop for food, stay away from the middle of the grocery store aisles, shop around the outside perimeter. That's where your whole foods are. You know, you're not going to find too many people that's going to say, well, that's bad advice. That's, you know, that's yeah. whack. That's yeah. wrong. That's I try to stay there. I don't necessarily get too much into quantum physics ultimately. But if you want to delve in deep, we can go. Yeah, we can go there. <laughs> if you're that guy that's, you know, excited about, 
you know, well, how can I really change? Because it's a mindset, it's belief. And we're taught a lot of things that let's just say aren't necessarily true. So Mm -hmm. it's counterintuitive. It's sometimes it's not logical. It doesn't make sense. But if you have a consistent pattern of doing these certain things daily, let's just call them rituals. Um, I've seen tremendous, tremendous strides with some of my clients. The, the ones that have, I've seen the most have been with me the longest for two or three years. And some of them were suicidal and uh, some of them were, um, they had Parkinson's and they were on, you know, the allopathic regimen which is fine. But if you go on uh, Facebook, you can look, I got 9,400 hits in four days on one of my clients that I was doing a session with. I stopped his tremors in 25 seconds. Wow. He whiz. That is really so, cool. That's you amazing. know, so I use the Oracle of the ear as a guide to tap in and tune in to their different energy points as it related to the symptom that they had for Parkinson's. And I always get the question, well, did it stick? And the answer is no, but it was 60% less permanently. Mm, so, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, and there were also, you know, different things that he benefited from. Um, like he was in, more embarrassed about, you know, going out in public because he, he was drooling and, and doing different things like that. And that, 100% quit. I was done. I mean, that was over with. So I was like, wow. So I believed in it and what I was doing, but I really became a firm believer whenever I saw the results right before my eyes. Yeah, I wow. can imagine. That, that'll that do something yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's awesome. I want to get into his past first and then like work towards this. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, good, good like idea. Like a little about his past and history. He already mentioned a couple of little nuggets in there. I don't know if anybody caught on to that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> why don't we go ahead and jump into that, Max? So why, don't, why don't you just take us back to the beginning? Where, like, where, where are you from? So I'm originally Clarksburg. I grew up in the Clarksburg area. Uh-huh. And after I think it was 10 years old, I moved out to the country, which was a completely different lifestyle, which was great. If you like the outdoors, mm-hmm. if you like to hunt and you like to fish and ride four-wheelers and do all that i was just that typical kind of kid i guess you could say so um went to liberty high school and graduated from there and got a baseball scholarship to fairmont state played there for a while things didn't work out there i went back home to salem got a full ride there and um graduated in 1994 with a physical education degree and health and wellness and, and all of that. And then um, I did other few little jobs and moved to Florida. I taught school for five years down there and I did a little preaching on the side. So um, I thought that was really good for my soul and Heck learned yeah. a lot of different uh, what part of Florida, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Gainesville High School. Gainesville, okay. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Cool. We used to live down there for a little while, so I was kind of curious. Eddie, by the way, that's where he went to high school. That's his claim to fame. And I always tell people, yeah, I, I taught at the school that Tom Petty came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, that that's is pretty cool. I, little plug in there. But I tell you, um, I never did 
teach physical education. And I believe in um, synchronicity. I believe that everything happens for a reason, good or bad. And I taught um, what they call exceptional student education, uh, which we would call back in our day, or my day, I should say, uh, <laughs> special ed. <laughs> so it was such a blessing because they taught me in the beginning that I was pretty terrible. I wasn't very good at what I did. I said, yeah, you might be a little smart. You might be book smart, but we're just, you know, it, it, it was tough the first year. But I, I knew what I was supposed to do, but I just, I don't know, I was finding my way as a teacher the first year. The second year was better. You know, third year, I just kind of evolved and got a little better as I went along. Yeah. So that was an experience in and of itself. You know, that was that was tough. But I moved from there and uh, I, I got married. Well, I was already married at the time I was living there in uh, Gainesville. Had a couple kids. Uh, things didn't quite work out the way that I uh, planned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That happens from and, time to time. And then, you know, you'll, as the old uh, coal miners say, and, I, and I, I'm getting to this part, too, they say, yeah, you'll have that on those big jobs. So, But anyway, fast forward, moving forward. So I said, what the heck am I going to do? Here I am. I got two youngsters divorced. I said, well, I'm going back home. And, you know, teachers, I'm sure you're well aware. You know, I was making a, a whopping $40,000 a year. That's not a whole lot of money. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Right. Especially in a place like Florida. Uh, yeah. Oh, my. So like, well, if I could just make $60,000, man, I would be in high cotton, right? That was my whole thought process. Where Aww. am I going to do How am I going to? pull that off, you know, this, that, and the other. I said, well, shoot. I said, I'm going to go get my certification to be a coal miner. Now, why that came across my forethought of my mind, <laughs> I don't know. I think I was, I don't know, whatever. Again, it had to happen <laughs> because it had to happen, right? Right. So I did that. I worked for Consol, worked for um, David Stanley Consultants. I did the whole underground thing, a combination of basically five years. So I thought to myself, I looked around and I said, oh, my gosh, I said, uh, here these guys are 50, 60, 70 years old or busted and broken down. And for sure. Missing pictures and, you know, it's a hard life. I said, am I really cut out for this? So I decided in my heart, I said, well, what can I get and what can I get while I'm here? So I found out that they had a program to get your MBA if you stayed on with them for three years. I'm like, well. Yeah, I'll do that. So I and went. And this was with the coal mines? Yeah, I stayed with the coal mines full time and I went to school full time. Now, you want to talk about a crazy oh, life? My and a, Lord. Like, oh, my Lord. And you had babies too on top of that. I Oh, it was rough for me, just like well, full time work and full time school. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculously. It, it was so, it was just hard all the way around physically, emotionally, spiritually. You want to talk about oh, having yeah. melted. Absolutely. So I didn't have my children too, Missy, by the way. They oh, okay. were in they were in Tallahassee at this point and I had moved back into the Oldsburg okay. area. Gotcha. So I didn't want to make it seem like I was super dad hero number <laughs> one. <laughs> man, I'd have left that alone, Mac. I'd have left <laughs> Yeah, for real, man. He's being honest. I appreciate he is being that. Honest. Thank you. <laughs> a, a little touch of honesty and humility, I think you go. Right? Yes, it can. 
<laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, I better let them know what's really going on. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, I did that. And then, um, you know, I was just, um, I was feeling at this point in my life overwhelmed um, and just felt angry, um, um, depressed, all those negative emotions that we feel from time to time and bitter and, you know, mad at the world, basically. And um, I just got into a battle with um, the IRS. And, oh, boy. Well, I say that didn't work out too So I went before, um, you know, 12 jury members and needless to say, I lost. Oh, oh my Three goodness. Up, uh, Morgantown. I was up there and you know, it was uh, low security, no uh, fences, nothing like that. If you wanted to just walk off, you could. But um, I, uh, <laughs> they probably would have frowned on that, though, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would have got more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was like a good behavior thing. Like they, they kind of rewarded you for good behavior and you stayed and did uh, your thing. Oh, I mean, that was so minimal. You know what I mean? Right. It's like. Okay. And when you're with the feds, you're going to do 97% of your time, irregardless if you're a good boy or not. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh I see. There's no okay. There's no cutting that sentence now. I did not know no. that. If if you were, like, say, with the states or something, there's, like, more kudos and rewards, I guess. I don't know oh. how that's Oh, okay. I, I know. didn't know that. I don't know. I don't want to know. All right, there with yeah. you, man. Yeah, I don't want to know. I, you know, that's that's. We'll leave that at that. So at this point, <laughs> I'm looking around, and you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm getting in shape, and I'm working out, and I'm reading everything that I can. Just I'm devouring books, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm still thinking, like, in my head, what in the world am I going to do when I get out? So I'll start thinking, well, I come from a <clears throat> excuse me, very small town. I, I got it. I had a bright idea. I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I said, there's always a Domino's pizza around. And if they could survive, why not start up a Domino's pizza franchise? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, this is a true story. This is a true story, right? Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Sounds kind of silly, but all right. But then I had a fleeting thought in my head that said, well, I'm not really going to feel satisfied. So what can I do to make a difference in somebody else's life and feel good about it and actually make it in this crazy world? So I looked around on my whole wing where I was at in Morgantown in the Hooskow in camp is, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> surrounded by nothing but doctors right i heard him chit chat chit chat every day doctor this did this i did that wait you're so surrounded start- by you're, you're in prison surrounded by doctors yeah oh yeah they're everywhere i mean <laughs> pharmacists. <laughs> wow <laughs> man this i feel like this <laughs> you just blew my hat off with this one <laughs> Yeah, oh, they were everywhere, man. I'm telling you, they were from Miami to Texas and <laughs> New York. And, and wow. they were all over. I said, what is really going on? Oh, my gosh. So, are these are so, these yeah. medical doctors? Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, oh man. No. Oh my. Well, that makes that makes me more nervous to go to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why they're all hiding instead of working out there for COVID. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Doctor So and So? He's up with Mac up there, Morgan. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow. But here's the thing. Now, here's the thing that's crazy. Now, some people get this and some people don't. So we have been legislated over 50. Now, get this. This is a true story. You can look it up. There's over 50. No, excuse me. 60 million acts, codes, rules, and statutes that have been legislated to basically ensnare you and trap you. And I just started thinking about that. I mean, it's like that in and of itself is completely scary and overwhelming. Yes, Yes, it is. 60 million acts, codes, rules, and statutes. So I started doing some karaoke in there. I mean, we had karaoke night, and I started doing <laughs> some uh, writing. I started writing a lot, and, you know, I did a few little different things. I said, hey, this is the reality of what's going on. I said, the illusion is that, you know, we're all free, and, you know, yeah, you're more free here than you are in North Korea and China and different places like that, mm-hmm. but they're you know, there's really a whole nother game that's being played out. You can get three felonies a day by having some, a cop follow you down the road at his own discretion. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yep. Yeah. There's a book written on that called three felonies a day. And I read that and that was like talking about peeling off the back of your head. But so people don't realize, you know, just, just be careful. Don't be paranoid out there. Right. And uh, realize it can happen to you. Yes. You know, any any little slight little infraction of this, that, and the other could, you know, you, you can be towing the line in one minute, and the next minute you're in the hoose cow. Yeah, that's one of the things <laughs> that always kind of makes me nervous. I remember, Ken, you remember when we started, like, researching the laws on the legal way to carry your, your firearm and stuff like that? Yeah. And a lot, yeah. I remember, like, uh, when I was looking up specifically for West Virginia, they were like, be careful of that brandishing law. I'm like, brandishing? They're like, yeah, it's kind of the at the cop's discretion and you know if people start getting upset at you they might be able to get i'm like this is kind of creepy you know just yeah. like <laughs> and then i'll yeah. watch i'll watch yeah. like these predator catchers online and stuff oh, man. and the one cop was like explaining to them he's like no what you were and they were in the state of kentucky he's like you are committing harassment he's like but this guy did this he's like it doesn't matter it's completely if he feels threatened you are so the police officer is allowed to say basically like Give him that harassment charge. Uh, it was at his discretion. It was. He told him it was going to be looked at. Yeah. So like that whole thing of making sure you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Yeah. yeah that's kind of creepy when you really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and even really if, um, if even if we rewind here, okay, and just go back to what you said just to say two minutes ago when you were talking about legal, mm-hmm. the word legal legality and this is a one of the maxims of law legality is not reality so you don't want to be legal you want to be lawful there's a huge difference between you know you can call it semantics you can call it whatever you want but there is words that affect us on a vibrational level that can affect your health so you know you really need to look at that too and and they put it right in front of your face look at um legal tender 
is is money real? The only thing that's propping it up is the confidence of the people. Right. 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 Yeah. That's true. Is it, is it backed by anything? No, it's not. It's just the confidence of the people. So right. again, the maximum of law states legality is not reality. So things that we believe or perceive is the perception of our deception. <laughs> so so people that really believe the sky is purple. Um, like they re- that's just their view on it. And that's what they believe. Right. Am I right? Am I comparing well, here, the let, two? Me, let me, let me give you a perfect example okay. and I'm going to bring it down, Missy, to the level of holistic medicine. Okay. And okay. this is the perception of our deception. And hopefully I'll be able to tie this in. Maybe I can, maybe I can't, but I, I, something sparked me. Okay. Okay. So you got your honey pie, you got Phil beside you. Oh, honey, baby, I always wanted to go to Hawaii. <laughs> okay, do, okay, here you go. Let's go to Hawaii. So you're, you get your stuff together and you plan your trip for two or three months down the road. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're at Hawaii. You say, oh, you say to Phil, oh, Phil, look at these beautiful blue waves. He's like, darling, I hate to break it to you. Those aren't really blue. You're like, what? He's like, look. He takes this picture. He takes it in the beautiful waves of uh, uh, Hawaii, uh, Honolulu, let's say. And you look in the picture and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's brown like Myrtle Beach. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? That's the perception. That's the perception of your deception. Okay. So the eyes can fool you and deceive you. And what does the Bible say? We walk by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. So that's important to take in the right context of the belief. So I start with my clientele with, well, what do you believe? Well, as soon as they tell me that, that tells me basically the whole story. They can, you know, the placebo effect, the nocebo yes. effect. Yes. You know, the, the placebo effect most people get. They're like, okay, this is a sugar pill. This is going to help me with my cancer. Well, they believe it. The cancer goes away. But the other side, the counter side of that is called the nocebo. And the nocebo is, man, I, I suck. I'm no good. I can't do anything right. You beat yourself up. I, I'm horrible. I'm a bad person. Blah, 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 blah. Every day. Well, then guess what? You make yourself sick. You can emotionally make yourself sick. Yeah. That's why positive affirmations are real and they can truly guide you into a place of oneness and wellness. We live in duality. Yeah. Right. We're, living, we're living in a dualistic world, but the whole idea of mind-body-spirit connection is to bring those three together as one, and that's really what I call the Holy Trinity. That that is very interesting to me because I've heard of that before. That they say people with that are fighting with cancer, or whatever, like their attitude, mm-hmm. they can measure like an actual uh, difference in those that are. And it, from what I understand, what I read, it's not hundred percent certain. Like if you have a positive attitude, you're going to survive. Right. But they said they can tell a difference in the effects of like the treatment stuff, if somebody has a positive attitude towards it. If you believe if, it's working for you, then they yeah. usually have a better outcome than those that think I'm going to die anyways. There's no hope, this, that, and other. I remember where I heard that. I hope I'm not just making that up, but. <laughs> you are Mr. Popularity. Your phone keeps going off. <laughs> I guess that's one of my pet peeves that I have with medical doctors who bring in 
the prognosis as being grim by saying, well, you know, get your affairs in order. You've got six months to live. Well, who the flip are they to say that? I mean, tell the parents or the caregivers, don't tell the patient for crying out loud. I mean, I definitely that that's that eats at my crawl. I know that's a old West Virginia saying, but it is true. It is true, though, because like when we see we hear the word cancer, we automatically like suddenly yep, it's uh, over. I'm dying. Yep. Uh, tomorrow's my last day. We get that. You know, it's just like and people start doing that whole get rid of everything like they're no good for the earth anymore. Um, you're not going to be a benefit to your family. You're just going to be a headache. So if you have that negative you know, thoughts and those, and not those positive affirmations that you need to, because like when you're talking about changing energy, you're meaning by changing it from negative to positive. Is that how I'm understanding when you're talking yes. about that? Okay. Yeah. So, so if you're feeding, you want to feed, you want to feed the positives and then take away from the negative. So like, that's why people do this positive affirmations of I am good. I am beautiful. I am strong. I'm and you I feed am. all this. <laughs> <laughs> all those wonderful yeah, things. It gets back to great I am's. Right. And why wouldn't you tell yourself, you know, and, and the people who can't deal with these kind of people are the negative people that are toxic that you need to stay away from. You know, so it's like I am able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond. I am a part of God's creation. The created, which is us, can never be greater than the creator. So we have to stay in our lanes, know what we can do. And know what our limitations are, because we don't have it all figured out. We're flawed people, but we're in my belief system is, is that we are divine spiritual people having a physical experience. And because the world's upside down and backwards, it tries to convince us that we're physical beings and that's it. And that's where I say, whoa, wait a minute, because you go to get a brain scan, you go to get a, a cardiograph of your heart. What are they measuring? They're measuring electrical patterns. Yep. So, I mean, if that doesn't prove that we're, you know, electrical, en call it energy, call it electric, it's the same. They're synonymous of one another. We're energy beings having a physical experience, first and foremost. So see, Kanan, with you talking about uh, you talking about that mindset, you just need to keep in mind that with that new haircut, you are good looking, and therefore, <laughs> I'm just one sexy beast. You know? <laughs> I am beautiful. I am sexy. The only problem with that, I don't have much hair to cut. So hey. <laughs> I won't for long either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this is interesting so, stuff. Yeah, it's very interesting. I like it this. Is very. Um, I mean, this medical proven studies. Now, I'm going to go far out. Can I go far out? Go far you? out, Mac. Blow okay, our here minds here. So let me blow your mind with this one. You okay. said you wanted your hat peeled back. Your head <laughs> peeled back <whatever. laughs> My socks knocked into the street down the road here. <laughs> I don't want you to necessarily believe me. I just want you to get off here and say, well, I'm going to check out Mac and see what the heck he's talking about with this crazy stuff that he's talking about, which is fine. I'm cool with that. I like that. Okay. But it's typically medically proven. If you look this study up where a nine-year-old boy had such great faith 
that he lost a few of his fingers and his mother, you know, she was all traumatic and everything. And he was looking at her like, you know, what's the problem? She's like, you know, this is a life changing event for you. It's like, no, it's not. Like, what are you talking about? Like, well, you know, salamanders, worms, they can regenerate their own bodies. So I can too. He's like, oh, come on now. Come on now. So he did it. He regrew fingertips. Yes. Now, wait, 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 wait. When did this happen? Oh, oh, shoot. I want to say 14, 15 years ago. And if you look at um, a a really famous guy that's in the circle of quantum physics, his name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's pretty good about sharing stories about regeneration. Regeneration is one of the five pillars of health. So your, wow. body, your body is constantly feeding off of the vital body blueprint of what's called your subtle body. So you have five bodies in one intertwined together, communicating back and forth. And cells within our bodies are sentient beings. They're alive. And they respond to the thought patterns that you put out there into the ether. That's why the things that you tell yourself is so important. And if you're telling yourself you're a big fat loser, then you're going to end up being a big fat loser. That's that's so there's hope for Kaden's big toe. Then that's what I was just saying, Kaden. There's hope for your toe. Kanan, if you want to regrow your toe, you can. <laughs> Mac, Kanan got in a nasty fight with a lawnmower a few years ago. And now he's, I see him, he's sitting there concentrating, trying to regrow those toes. He's staring at his toes, <laughs> thinking it's going to automatically like grow like instantly, like right before his very eyes. Working. I think it's working, guys. I <laughs> Mac, that's, wow. that's an odd one. I'm, I don't know what... I, like you said, I'm going to turn this thing off and I'm going to sit there and think about it. <laughs> yes, we're going to sit here and that think That is like, weird, what? man. Just think about this. Can worms regenerate their own bodies? Yeah, because it's like you can rip them all off and they just still live and do their thing, right? Okay. okay, so they have mastered their own vital body blueprint. That's the second level of who we are. The first level is the ego. That's the least of who you are, but society and the world's trying to tell you that's all you are. That's as good as you're going to be. Blah, 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 blah. It's what we feed, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that sounds kind of crazy, but it's, again, it's quantum physics and that's the bottom rung of who you are. Then you have the vital body. And then above that, you have the mental plane of consciousness, which you wake up in the morning, your body, doesn't just move you have to mentally consciously say okay let's get up and go get some coffee right so it's taking orders from a higher plane of consciousness so the one above that is called the supra mental plane of consciousness and once you tap into that you tap into what i like to frame as your genius but the ultimate rung is the blissful body And the blissful body is everything is one. Everything is whole. I am whole. I am complete. And I'm really lacking nothing. So that is why we are here. That is how you can evolve into this, um, should I say, super being or better being or the best version of yourself. However you want to frame that, you can't. 
So that's one of the five principles of Ayurvedic medicine, which came from India. And that's what they talk about. And that's what's been suppressed from us, like cures for cancer and cures for AIDS. All of that stuff has already been defeated. It's, you know, it's in my 120 page dissertation. It's there. I mean, they have machines that can quantify and qualify. Yes, you have AIDS. Um, follow this protocol. Boom, it can go away. And how do they do it? They use energy, frequency and vibration. The essence of who we are that creates biorhythms that are natural. So once we're in that natural flow state of that rhythm, then everything, getting back to Missy's point, is in homeostasis. Everything is in balance. I think my genius level is suffering quite a bit. I need to pay more attention. <laughs> Man, this, is, this is deep stuff, man. I mean, I'm going to be laying away well, tonight. Whenever, about, um, <laughs> I'm cursed now. <laughs> whenever Mac mentioned uh, talking about India, that then they have like those, um, you put your hand over that area that uh, is like bothering you. And then you have like positive thoughts and you have all the energy and stuff that, no, I know you're laughing over there. No, but it's true. No, I've actually I, I heard just, of I that. Saying, like, and like, that's where the coming on, like they have the um, laying on of hands. There are people that actually yeah. have the energy that uh, like transfers like positive energy. I've actually heard about this in nursing school. Really? So, yes. And and this woman, she actually said, she, she said, do you mind if I just um like talk to you? And like she would just lay hands on them. And it was it was the most interesting, like one of the coolest. You're like, this lady's crazy. Like you actually think that, but people, bon were actually, like people were actually people were actually like they were in condition had improved. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say they were healed from what I remember, yeah. but they had improved. They, they really believed this woman was able to help them. And so they, it was kind of like, um, you know how Jesus in the Bible, he said, according to your faith, so be it. If these people yeah. did not have faith, they would yes. not have been healed. And that's, it goes right. along exactly with that, like in nursing school. That mindset thing. That's where, that's how I put the two in. Cause you know, they're very like, you know, we came from monkeys and everything. And I, I personally don't believe that. Um, and so that's why I was trying to like bring in the science. Cause I love science, but I also like believe that, that there's a God that made me yeah. and like all the other things. And I'm kind of like, let these should go hand in hand. That's how I want right. to believe. Um, so how does that work with that? And that's how I did. Like, according to your faith, so be it. Yeah. That's also called in uh, quantum physics. That's called quantum entanglement. So when you entangle your energy, which is at a higher vibrational state than the client or the patient that you're working on, then that energy transfers to them. And that's what creates the healing. So you have to learn how to use the quantum entanglement for the betterment of the people that you're serving hmm. and getting back to Jesus. Jesus said, heal thyself. He said, why are you in, in, in layman's terms? Why are you always, you know, searching outside of yourself when everything is already within you? You know, he says, cease it. And that's, um, I think it's uh, Luke chapter six, verse 23. Um, could be wrong about that, but he talks about that. So there's a spiritual element there. Yes. Uh, that is um, quantum, our quantum self is our higher self. Um, some call it prana. Um, there's actually a whole body of research on 
uh, many people who heal others, like you said, Missy, about you know laying on of hands mm-hmm. and even healing through remote viewing or um, I'm here, my best friends in, say, North Carolina and say, OK, I'm going to send positive energy through prayer and meditation. Right. And they're like, you know, I don't know what happened to me, but boom, boom, boom. You did this, said this and, you know, God, energy, prana. Um, came through and, you know, I, I don't have back problems anymore. I can walk. So that has been scientifically proven with uh, machines. Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's he's huge on showing in time um, differences in people actually changing in a weekend seminar. Um, another guy who did an amazing um healing in real time he was at um, the beijing hospital in china and they all got together they were all called barefoot doctors and barefoot doctors are doctors who haven't necessarily been medically trained but they've been around healers their whole life um what they did was they showed the tumor in the woman's stomach this is you can look this one up too this one's pretty amazing uh, Greg Braden in um, China, just just put that in there, um, shows how a woman got healed. And they showed inside the woman's stomach was like a 10-inch uh, diameter, or no, 6-inch diameter of a tumor. And they all chanted and got around her and said, wasa, 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 in Chinese, that means already healed. And that's where faith comes in, is that you have to believe that you've already received it. Mm-hmm. And that's what faith is, is believing that you've already received. Mm-hmm. And then then it comes. Because if you have if you have doubt, then it's not gonna work. You know, they all stood around and were like wasa, wasa, wasa. So what happened in real time, it shrunk to nothing. It went completely away. Mm-hmm. So wow. what I do is because I'm a quantum healer and I'm certified to do that. I um, get with people, they call me and I just say, Hey, you know, this pill, whatever, you know, it serves its purpose. But, you know, and again, if let's say you have your thyroid removed, you know, I'm not opposed to being on a medication. that's going to keep you alive. I'm not going to be stupid about it and right. say, Oh no, Come over here on this uh, regimen that I have. I have the best thing going since sliced bread. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the pill is not the cure-all, be-all to keep you healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, point blank, I'll stand behind that till the cows come home. But again, if it's there to keep you alive, well, great. I I support it 150%. Yeah. But you have to look at... Say um, I did a, a case in my dissertation on 30 years, and that's, you know, this is not five months. This is a 30-year study on people who have cancer. Well, 100%, 100%, it was deduced by the doctor that it was related to emotional duress. So he started asking questions about, hey, what have you gone through the last two years? What traumatic events have you had? Well, I had a death in the family. Well, if you don't know how to properly deal with that, then it can manifest itself 
as what we call cancer. This reminds me, Miss, you remember that Dr. Joe Wallach? Yes. It reminds me a lot of that kind of thing. Yes. Mac, you familiar with him? Yes. Yes. I've done some of his research. I'm trying to think the name of that doctor. Oh, I have to go back in and take a look and get with you later on that. But he did 30 years of research and did 30 over 30,000 patients that he had. And he concluded 100%. It was all based on chronic emotional duress. They just didn't know how to deal with the loss of their loved one or, hmm. you know, a traumatic event of their child dying and they couldn't get it out of their head. And, you know, there's. Well, personally, I know, um, Phil, like whenever. If you want to talk about this real quick, whenever you lost Pap and then Dad, like so close together, mm-hmm. Phil went through one of the worst mental and emotional breakdowns that I'd ever seen. Like it, it was bad. It was to the point that, um, like the, there were sometimes I didn't even know how to handle it. All I knew to do is like be there for him. Um, and yeah, that was a weird he, one. he was he was broken. It was it was like you know the Phil you see now. That that was not the that was not the man I married. I wasn't as young and pretty self. Uh, right, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you were you were broken. Your your heart, your mind, you could not focus on on anything, um, and it, it was to the point of like there there was it was bad. I thought I was going to lose my husband. I do um, what is called EFT tapping, so that resets a lot of the energy patterns within us that we're stuck in because it's either. You know, this is not anything new. Uh, the EFT tapping might be 50 or 60 years old, but they've done this in China for it's new to us, new to me. But, you know, the Chinese, uh, the Indians have known about this for millennia. And the same thing with acupuncture. You now, acupuncture now is accepted by the mainstream like chiropractic work is accepted by the mainstream and i believe yeah. it in 100 i think people can go out and get adjusted and sure. you know they can feel better and they can see some changes with their health but you know it's not going to happen overnight rome wasn't built overnight right it's a uh, it, right. it you know problems that we have it's called allostatic load it's uh continues on and it's accumulation of mind body spirit because thoughts are alive um, they can affect how we feel and interact with others. This is, I'm telling you, this is stuff. And for people listening, I have no background in any of this at all. This I'm just sitting soaking this in. So mm-hmm. I have, uh, it's interesting to me, right? but it's pretty well all new information to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not usually much of a quantum physics guy. Right. <laughs> you no. couldn't tell that by looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, I mean, I'm more into beer physics. You know <laughs> 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 oh, no. So, that, no, but that also brings up too, remember, um, and I'm just thinking of basing off the Bible because that's, that's what we know and that's how my brain works. Um, with Paul, like even people, if they were to touch Paul with a handkerchief, they, and then they went home and touched their family member, like they were like healed from, from handkerchiefs that touched Peter and Paul. And that was Acts. I think it's, it's an Acts. I know it's an Axe. wore some really powerful cologne. (laughs) (laughs) But but then look at the, um, when the, the woman with the issue of blood, she touched Jesus. Yeah. 
like the, there's so many stories of people actually laying on of hands and yeah, people being there's healed a lot of stories about and faith. I, you know, honestly, when we ask why uh, miracles aren't happening today and like this, that, and another, I really believe it does have to do with faith because people don't believe it's going to happen for them. You know, I, you'll hear stories about people from third world countries and stuff, seeing more things. Oh yeah. I think our society is kind of like, We've reasoned away. We've all that stuff. ourselves. We're, we've turned into Scrooge. Yeah, like we've and, we've yeah. convinced ourselves as a society. I don't know. We're civilized. We don't need this. We think it's a bad Colonel of Mustard when it's really Bob Marley sitting there shaking his chains at us. Like, hey, I'm actually here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to get that. <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing. Brain is designed to keep the body alive, and it keeps you in your limited five physical senses. So you get so locked into that. And I've actually had clients just tell me straight up before, well, if I can't see it, taste it, feel it, touch it, smell it, I don't believe in it. I said, oh, my goodness, I've got my work cut out for me here. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's very illogical. And it's the other side of the brain that you have to try to mesh together, if you will, with the consciousness. It's all about consciousness. Consciousness is a higher form of vibrational reality that we can tune in, tap in, and get turned on by. It's not about the brain. The brain is needed, obviously. We need a brain. But the brain is temporary, okay? So consciousness, which is based on energy patterns, is eternal. So what does the Bible say? Everything that you see is temporary, but the things that you cannot see are everlasting. So focus your heart, your faith on things that you cannot see. And so it shall be. It's like blue pill, blue pill, red pill. Now you're getting yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take that red pill. Oh my gosh, you can't go back. Right. Yeah. And then like the limitless. Remember limitless? Whenever uh, Bradley yeah. Cooper. That like, was he Adderall. Took that. I'm from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. For them. But but you know what I mean though. Like they're engaging that part that, that you cannot. Like that limitless part, that corner that he was talking about. That you can actually grow. Ken can grow his toe. And um, you know. Ken, I want you to keep me posted. If you grow that toe back, man. If I'm, you start believing your toes growing, man, and it, I, we're yeah, we're we're. <laughs> Measuring this toe every time we are together. Dude, I will, man. I'm going to measure it tonight. When I see you next month, I will uh, measure it again. Now you have to believe it's happening, though. I, oh, I believe it's going to happen. He'll come in with there painted toenails and everything, man. Oh, my God. Check out these babies. I want to paint this nub. <laughs> oh, okay. You poor guy. Well, we probably... Uh, oh, real quick, before we get into that. Mac, you also told me that you're in the process of self-publishing a book, right? Yes. How's that coming along? Uh, good. It's been done for about three months. I'm just waiting on my illustrator to um, finally pick up on her end and get it done. She's got a lot going on um, in her life. But yeah, it's it's been done. And I just sat at the table one day and I turned off the TV and I shut everything down, shut everybody out of my life for about five hours. I wrote it in five hours. It's a children's book. Uh, Papal and so I shoot. I don't even know the name. Of it. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we put you on the spot. <laughs> it, it we did. Totally put me on the spot. I blew it. <laughs> it's all right. We'll good. just wait for this book to come out. <laughs> yes, I would like. To, yeah, I want to get this book for my son. That'd be awesome. 
talk about having nub for toes. I think I got one now. What I wanted to show in the book is the premise of the book was I was just sat down. I thought about, you know, how can I make it simple enough, but profound enough to where I can get adults involved in reading to their children and it was based on existentialism what is the what is the meaning of life why am i here what is my purpose from a nine-year-old's perspective and so i answered some of those questions from you know just say living in west virginia this is the backdrop of the book has been my experience and i just said um well you know what happens after we die? Tommy asked Pap all that. And he said, that's a great question, Tommy. And he answered it by using nature. And I think we've gotten away from the benefit of being in nature because it's so peaceful there. We're so um, domesticated and yeah, you think we've got a different answer. When you get out into nature, it really tells a whole nother story. So the story that I wanted to convey to my readers was, is like, this was in the wintertime, by the way. So just, you know, rewind about four or five months. So look at these trees over here. Do you think that they're dead? And he's like, I don't know. What, what do you mean? And like, well, they're just resting until they get sunshine and water. And then they come back to life. He said, that's. A lot like we are as human beings, we don't ever really die. We just, we're just resting. So, yeah, we die in the physical, but mm -hmm. that energy never truly dies. It's eternal. Right. That's pretty interesting. Like those, just like the trees. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote it, I wrote it in cursive because cursive is something that's not used anymore. Right. Yep. Maybe, you know, the kids can learn to read in cursive. And it'll get the parents involved. So it kind of had a, a dual meaning behind that, too. Absolutely. I think That's we cool. might have to do a, a part two with this because I got other questions for you, yes. Mac. Like, uh, I'm interested in the whole process, even just writing a book. Yeah. You know, I, oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and well, talking more about I how you get, got where you're at and all that. I could give you an idea, but I don't know, like, the, the self-publishing part of it. Uh -huh. That's out and above my pay grade. I kind of left that off to... The illustrator and she knows more about that so you probably want to interview her and forget me <laughs> <laughs> well you're, you're the one going through it though so you can give us your tips and tricks <laughs> yeah, yeah we want to know we want to know how joel Holstein makes all this money yes, right these books. You know it. <laughs> well the key is to just get into a space where there's a lot of solitude and peace and you just have to basically shut down the world. And, mm -hmm. and as old Carlos Castaneda said, he said, you have to learn to shut down, shut, stop the world. And but, it's hard to do because we live in a busy world that's just constantly distracting us from this, that, and the next thing. So, yeah. Yeah. As I get older, I notice that's, I'm finding out that that is more and more valuable. Just shut everything off, you know, and stop the world and let me off. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> That social dilemma documentary really started oh, opening my eyes yes. on stuff about how everybody's vying for your attention. Sometimes yes. you just got to get away from it. Right. Kane and Mariah, you guys got anything before we, uh, before we shut her down? No, I think, so. I think we're good. I like it. Miss? You guys are too easy. 
<laughs> we're, we're uneducated, Mac. That's why. Oh, come on now. Hey, I'm, I'm a little hillbilly from right Virginia. Now. If I could do this, I know you could talk about this too, Mac. <laughs> well, we, uh, there could be, I mean, there's a possibility people might want to know more about this kind of stuff. Mac, would you be open to doing a part two at some point in the future? Or why not? Absolutely. Let's do it. I can break it down That'd for be you. Awesome. Yeah, That'd be nice. it's been cool. I'd like to uh, yeah. hear more about what people say about the whole, um, no, it was a miracle. It wasn't the laying on of the hands, like in the Bible. Because I, I, you know how people are. They're always like, trying to nitpick and saying, you know. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm completely ignorant, so I'm open yeah, to Yeah, no, I, I, I really, it's interesting. As Dr. Joe Dispenza says, you are the placebo. Yeah, yeah. I you guess are the placebo. Yeah. That's one thing I'm taking from all this is mindset. Mindset is. Uh, yeah. It's a yeah. big part of it. Mindset Absolutely. is everything. Yeah. We'll work harder at that in the, in the future. That's right. Kanan's going to go marching, in, marching into the bathroom, staring at his toe. He's like, grow, grow, grow. <laughs> grow, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. I guess we'll go ahead and uh, shut her down for this evening. Yeah. I think I took out the ending where it's got our contact information stuff on. So I don't, I don't remember what all I used to say. I haven't said it for months because I had it recorded. But (laughs) (laughs) Facebook, we're on Facebook. So if you guys want to see anything, we're putting up some video clips and stuff there too. We got stuff put on YouTube, Um, and of course wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, there'll be more coming. So. All right, I love y'all. Talk. Uh, <laughs> I just screwed that up so bad. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of this. If you have any messages, yeah. just go ahead and send a message to hillbillybroadcast.com. Yes. My and husband is laughing hysterically. Bye. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.